Welcome back to the season finale of the Torbay Hospitality Podcast. We are so excited to have you here. Thank ah, you. Crazy. I season know. two is coming to a close. That's mad. I know. It's unreal. I'm so excited. We've got an absolutely killer episode for you this week. So yeah, welcome, Cal. Thank you. How are you doing on this fine, beautiful Thursday evening? Amazing. Afternoon. Yes, yes. Really good. Really good. It's been a busy week, though. We went to the Riviera Connect um, event on Tuesday. So it's been, we've talked to so many great people. And yeah, thanks everybody for your interviews. And those will be coming up in future episodes. Yeah, in season three, I guess. That's right, in season three. But we're going to cap off season two today with a killer killer episode sereny damon from the dartmouth steam railway and riverboat company you always struggle to say that the full, i don't know why. <laughs> the, the full know. sentence it's really tough <laughs> dartmouth <laughs> say it five times podcasting is hard <laughs> sereny damon from the dartmouth steam railway and riverboat company nice. is here to talk about the train of light ferries tourism and a whole lot more yeah it was really really interesting to to talk to her so i'd be i'd be on the edge of your seats for that I know. one she blew us away with the information that she has about the railway like literally like i was like my mouth the heritage, is on the floor. Yeah. yeah the heritage crazy so good. crazy so it interesting has, it's been such a great season too hasn't it it really has i mean we've had so so many people on yeah um Should we give so some many new faces. Yeah, i think so so i think let's go through some or uh, let's go through all of them let's yeah. go through all our season two guests let's go through all of them and we can have them all w- with a shout out i don't know that we can do applause for everyone or sound right. effects but i think yeah. we can do the little can we do dings, dings. <laughs> right all right uh, just go from the top of your head um right you just start one i'll just start one i'm gonna shout out chris thorpe he's the chairman of the um torbay trojans and he also came on to talk about hospitality a little bit Ch- shout out chris Ding. Okay, i'm gonna shout out david black that yeah. was the first interview that i did as a co-host yes. at, on the torbay hospitality podcast i forgot about that so yeah thank you to david black that was you came in mid-season that was really I did, good I did, yeah. and michelle and she works over at torquay watersport she's an absolute legend yeah, Matt Michelle Collins. Brown. Yeah, Matt Collins from Deck Chair. Sean Cockman has been on the, I think he's been on the podcast more than me. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sean Cockman podcast. <laughs> it's true. Hey, right now, he's, he's a sommelier over at Olive in Brixham. He was on last week. So yeah, yeah go, go to the Olive, go say hi and tell them that we say hi. Yeah, for sure. And uh, next one I want to shout out is Lisa Chandler. Yeah, Lisa was over at the Dark Music Fest. She's an absolute legend. Hi, Lisa. Oh, and Rahan, we bumped into Rahan on Tuesday. Rahan Udin. Yeah, it was great to meet him, to be honest. Yeah, That was the first episode that I listened to. So it was was nice to get the man behind the voice. Yeah, Yeah, he said he's going to be on in the wintertime to talk about his new project called Tron. It's like like a Torbay business owners network and um, and how about and making like positive change and making it and having it from like a really like, um, yeah, like a grassroots effort. So really exciting. Yeah. So. Oh right. my God, Chloe. Chloe Pavley. <gasps> Chloe, did you know that your episode was the most listened to episode? Chloe and the Sunset Social Club. We had so many downloads of that. So that was really good. Oh, and speaking of Sunset Social. Captain Jack. Captain Jack and Mark. And Mark Mason. Hey, hi guys. Cool. If, then... we, if we're lucky today, they're going to call in. So we'll wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got some exciting news and some mm-hmm. cool stuff coming up. Yeah, for sure. And then we have Sergeant Will Run. Runciman. Runciman. He's like part of the ground crew of the Red Arrows. That was really exciting. We didn't have the best audio on that one, but it was yeah, a cool episode, though. It was good. We're going to try to get some some pilots in next time, and along with Will. All right, now I think we need to start just drilling it down. Right. Sorry, Jason right. Parry from Mercure. Listen, Jason, we we see all of your likes. <laughs> Thank you. So he's GM of the Mercure and the soon to open Ibis. Yeah, um, Okay, I'm just going to... I'm going to... No, go I know. Now. You're going to fly. Go Matt on. Newbury, Joe, Joe Jones, Jones, Nicola Bouchard. Nick. Go. N- Nicola Bouchard? Yeah, Nick. Yeah. Beth Kurzweil. Hi, Beth. Julius Southby. Yeah. Milner M- Trass. Yeah. Dave Thomas. Lucinda Heron. Tor Abbey. Sam Perry. The Doc. <laughs> the Doc. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, Shawnee. Shawnee Schofield. Shawnee Schofield is going away. She's traveling, so we're going to miss her. Yeah. Go on. Fraser Pugh. Fraser, hi. Barry Young. Hi, Barry. Lorraine Arnold. Kelly Whitley. Graham Kerr. Graham Kerr. Sean White. Sean Beeson. Tony Horsey. Nick St- Stentiford. Stentiford, cool. Yeah. Sarah Watkins-Schmidt. Lenka. Lenka. Oh, do you just have to say Lenka? Sorry, my phone's ringing. Holly and Rosie. 
Holly and Rosie from the Babacan Beach Cafe. Legends. Rob Holmes from All Stop and Pits. David Redman. Simon Steer. Glenn Hill. And Lawrence Traverso. Woo! Wait, Thank I you. think we missed and out Paris. a few. So. Who did we miss out a few? No, no, I mean the Bings. Oh, the, oh we forgot about the Bings. We started to go off piece. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. So we've got some gifts for all of these guests coming. So we're going to do some reels and try to follow up with all of them. And of course, you're all welcome back. But we wanted to do a big shout out and a huge thank you to all of you. Yeah, so I'm, thank you. I'm gonna we're gonna say all welcome back except for um What? <laughs> we're not saying that. All of them are welcome except back. Except for let's Stop. see. <laughs> They're all amazing. So thank you. Uh brilliant. Except for Sean Cockman, because otherwise it's gonna turn into the Sean Cockman podcast. It is already the Sean Cockman podcast. <laughs> you know course. what, Sean, I appreciate you letting us take this one. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Thanks for letting us in. Cheers. <laughs> We are so grateful. And also in this episode, we are going to announce the winner of the People's Choice Best Beach Competition winner. Yeah, we, I mean, if you've been following along, you'll know already that it's Elbury that won the beach competition. That's right. That's the People's Choice Best Beach in Torbay, Elbury Cove. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> they got both amazing so yeah that's great but so when are we going to pick the winner should we choose it now or do it a little bit later yeah i think let's do it at the end of the episode the very very end yeah the very very end and then but we'll find out who gets that magnum of prosecco i know it's so cool isn't it a couple people have been through the office and they're like "Ooh, look at that who's that for and i said oh people's choice <laughs> you had to vote like uh yeah you had to pick the winner every time so that's yeah, really and we've good we've got three people who picked the picked elbury cove every time elbury Cove, you know, was, yeah. was available to be picked. Yeah. So there's three entries to be won, and we'll we'll f- find out who wins later. That's right. True fans of Elbury Cove. Yeah. Nice. So do, let's turn over to Hotel News. So this is a bit close to home. Yeah, it is. The Bay Esplanade Hotel has been purchased. Right. Um, I think it was around 1.6 million. Wow, that's good. Because um, it's next to the cherry tree, isn't it's it? It's right next to the cherry tree. It's on wow. the same the same little strip there. How many rooms do they have? They have, I think it said 80-something. or 80? Yeah. Wow. 88, 88 rooms. Incredible. It is incredible, yeah. So it's been purchased by Compass Hospitality, which I think is a, I forgot which country exactly, but it's an Asian group. Okay. Um, and they are building up their portfolio in the UK. Okay. Um, and they're very excited. Um, I think the council are very happy that they plan, plan on keeping it as a hotel. Yeah. And they're not going to try and push for it to be um a long-term housing situation oh, no no um oh what to make it into flats yeah Is it, oh, when, yeah, yeah. when it was on um to be purchased there was a little bit of a scuffle because some of the bidders they they expressed that you know their plans could be to tr- to try and push it oh. obviously they couldn't make it residential right now because of the the zoning laws mm. and it's right in the center of the tourism yeah. Area. Yeah. Um, so this group is basically saying that they're going to be going for a lot of uh, business workers and conference mm. situations. That yeah. Kind of stuff. Like um, travel, like business travel. Business travel. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very great. Oh, amazing. amazing yeah Good very job. exciting hopefully well, congratulations welcome to welcome to the bay compass hospitality yes yes cool turning over to restaurant news don't forget to use hashtag post your roast when you're coming on board with your sunday roast we've got a really exciting um we've got a really exciting competition to announce from harbor light in Painton, and that is to win two sunday roasts so all you need to do is check their instagram and you could be in for a chance to win yeah it's, quite it's, fun. it's really easy to enter i think it's just um it's tagging a friend and then mm. following them oh easy um, easy so easy easy get in there easy easy put eat eat a rope eat, eat a, a rope squeezing squeezy <laughs> <laughs> Harbor Light also has their new their new Christmas menu that's announced. And so we've been, uh, we haven't come up with a hashtag for that. So if you've got one, make sure you just comment and let us know what you think the new hashtag should be. Yeah. And the Grand in Torquay has also announced their Sunday roast. So you can book those by calling 08000 Yeah. And now outside of Post Your Roast, the mm. Prince William in Brixham has a new autumn menu. That's right. And you can find out what the new autumn menu is by checking out their their instagram yeah 
Um, but it's got a lot of heart, hearty kind of foods, mm, I like know. pork and um, mm. really nice pies and that kind of stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you can either check out their Instagram or just go in, just go check it out. Yeah, just pop in to the Prince William. I know. I love pumpkin spice season. It's brilliant. <laughs> it makes me feel all warm inside. Um, Ollie's Bit on the Side has a new cocktail masterclass that they've announced. That's on the 14th of October at 3.30. That's on a Saturday and it's only £12 per ticket. And, and yeah, big news. This is very big news because <laughs> the dock on Torquay Harbour yes has launched a new campaign. Let's have a listen. Six o'clock at the dock. Six o'clock. Six o'clock at the dock. Six o'clock. <laughs> at the dock. Oh, you know you're singing it. Six o'clock. Okay. Right. If anybody, if anybody wants to hire Callum for singing, singing gig, come. I'm not cheap. Come and pick them up. The Church House Inn in Marlden is buy one get one free for like pulled pork or chicken burgers, and that's on every Friday night. So that's That's quite cool. Buy one get one free is great. And this Sunday is the last Sunday for the dressed crab on Torquay Harbour. We hope that you had a great season, and we'll see you next year. Yeah, cool. Let's go into bar news. Did you hear? Did I hear something? Harvester in Painton is set to become a trendy new bar. Well, good. <laughs> good. good. In a massive makeover. So the Paintons and Harvester is going to reopen as the Costero Lounge. And that's part of the change, chain of lounge venues. Yeah. And so we've already got one lounge venue, Visto Lounge. And I know that there's one in the Royal William Dockyards over in Plymouth. So this will be the latest one added to their portfolio. So I think that's going to be really fun. I think it's nice because that area, I think, needs more of a lounge than a Harvester. Mm, yeah, definitely. Like, there's a lot of new housing and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It needs... Somewhere for those people to go and lounge yeah, about. Absolutely. And it'll be part of that whole, you know, it's kind of the rejuvenation of that kind of harbor area. And so it'll be just like one of the stops. So can you imagine, you know, you're going to the spinning wheel and you're going to the lounge and then you're over at the harbor and stuff. I think painting's really like coming up. So it's good. Yeah, it's good. Fun. Um, the next section we have here is Baywatch. Baywatch watch. Baywatch watch. Baywatch watch. Now in our notes here, we have in brackets funeral music <laughs> sorry <laughs> Baywatch <laughs> Baywatch is wound up I know right. no <laughs> Baywatch is going to be back next year in 2024 so have a look Yay! out for that yeah Woo! okay yes well done Baywatch well done Baywatch and well done to all the watchers of Baywatch oh my gosh we have so many views and so many likes on Baywatch it's funny it's yes. one of the things that people absolutely love about Torbay Hospitality so our sincere thanks yes nice and we have a really funny reel about the, <laughs> about the end of Baywatch so give that a listen <laughs> so right Boathouse Watch so we've got a new update on Boathouse Watch Did have you guys seen the ad you mean the um, I heard that you purchased it then no stop <laughs> with the rumours <laughs> So it offers in excess of 600k. Alternately, you can ha- do a rent of 60,000. And so yeah, they say that regularly they take in excess of 20 grand per week in the summer season. And so you can get a long lease of 114 years. And yeah, and that's like I said, the asking price is 600. So do you have that? Do you have 600? Um I heard you. I heard. I heard you. Bought, I heard you bought it. No, I didn't. I heard you bought it, and you're now renting it out. It's your ad. No, no. no? I think though that is like something that might have happened, but not for me. <laughs> so yeah, spacious open plan bar, restaurant, overspill, function room. Get involved. Call Matt Bettysworth, and I've got his mobile number. Just DM us, and I'll put you in touch. <laughs> we said to Matt, if you call us, we'll put you on live. But needless to say, he's out to lunch and an appointment, so he is not called. So right. So turning over to supply. Supplier news. So you know our previous podcast guest, Simon Steer. He's based oh, in Torbay. I love Simon. I know he's so he's cool. So nice. Very like him. He, Simon brought us some some cookies and donuts and stuff. <laughs> brought us those cupcakes, cupcakes yeah yes. from big bakes yes um so he's the local agent for concilio and he specializes really in insurance for the hospitality sector so we bumped into him on tuesday at riviera connect and he was telling us about this like file review and it was like this outrageous story i just wanted to share it with you today so he had this like prospective client and part of this like review that he was undergoing it involved asking some questions to make sure that the the client was getting like the right coverage for their insurance. And one of the questions was, when was the last time you had your property valued? 
<laughs> it had been a while. Yes, I think they they didn't know what he was talking about, possibly. <laughs> Probably. So this client discovered that their property was undervalued by 25% on their previous policy. And you think 25% seems quite small. They were insured for £800,000, which is good. But the property's actual value was $1.2 million. <gasps> I think in terms of the, like, how how um covid's changed you know what i mean like everything's changed like the value of things and uh the cost of things is like all over the shop you've got to get your property valued but the surprises didn't stop there so simon like his next question was when is the last time that you had an electrical inspection I don't think they did. It turns out they hadn't carried out an inspection in a long, well, Simon said, a long, 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 long time. So it far exceeded the recommendation of once every five years. So the property owner, a little bit panicked, they contacted an electrical contractor, but they couldn't get the inspection done before the insurance renewal. So they're kind of like in a pinch. And so this led them to be insured with another insurance provider. And they had a 30 day grace on the electrical test to be carried out. But because they had to switch insurers, they had an unexpected 600 pounds added to their premium. So it could have been avoided, right? If you had your electrical inspection in place, these revelations kind of underscore these two vital lessons. Firstly, obviously, insurance is about protection from loss. So if a fire had broken out, you know, and they and they even had the price, you know, um, with the in, with the inspection, they would have still lost twenty five percent of the value because they only would have paid out eight hundred on a one point two million pound property. But because the electrical inspection wasn't even in place, the whole policy would have been voided, so they would have got nothing. Nothing. Secondly, you know, like these regular valuations and all of these in- essential like checks and inspections are important so that you don't have a surprise at renewal time. So here's the good news. You know, Simon Steer is a local boy, done good. He's your insurance agent. You never have to face these surprises. And it's the same as you would expect kind of from your accountant, like your bookkeeper, business advisor, your solicitor. Your insurance agent is like a trusted business professional who's really looking out for your business. So what he'll do is to undertake annual reviews to make sure that you've got the right inspections in place, make sure that you've got the right cover, and ask you all of those questions that you you're not even thinking of to provide you the guidance so you can get the best price. <laughs> so to get in touch with Simon, drop him a DM on Facebook or Instagram at concilio underscore Torbay Teenbridge, or give him a call on 077-60-346-561. He is a business leader who genuinely cares about the hospitality sector in Torbay and Teenbridge, and we're delighted that he's now a sponsor of this podcast. Thanks, Simon. Amazing. Um, that if you're looking to connect with them on Facebook or on Instagram, it's Concilio spelt K O N S I L E O. Mm-hmm. That's right. Underscore. Underscore. Torbay Teenbridge. Torbay Teenbridge. Wonderful. So, turning over to attractions news, should we have a listen to Sereny Damon? Yes, let's do that now. And here we are with Sereny Damon from the Dartmouth Steam Railway and Riverboat Company. Welcome, Sereny. Hello. Lovely Hello. to see you both. <laughs> it's <laughs> lovely you as well. to, Oh, it's so lovely to have you. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your role at the Dartmouth Steam Railway and Riverboat Company? Yeah. <laughs> Which I've now memorized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very long name. So, yeah, I started with the company in 1992. Crazy. Um, and joined actually because of my dear grandfather, who was the founder of the line. Um, oh. So, Bob Saunders uh, founded the Buckfastly to Totnes Railway in Incredible. the early. 60s. Um, so when beaching came in and closed lots of railways down in the UK, um, my dear grandfather got a group of people together and preserved the Buckfossey Totnes line. And then in 1973, the Paint and to Kingsway line um, was looking at being closed. So he again scrambled people together and he preserved that line. And we opened in 1973. I respect that so, so much. That's awesome. So you, it's a family business for you. Yeah. Well, it just, well, when I was a little girl, yeah. I, we would, um, my granddad was almost like in our family, like a Brunel figure okay. um, because he was a civil engineer. Um, so not only was he looking after railways, 
he was um, fixing reservoirs in Scotland. And yes. he was, um, oh gosh, he was like a Brunel to us. Um, so when I was tiny, we would sort of sit my granddad in a seat and we'd ask him questions about, you know, how do you do this? And how do steam engines work? And how do you fix reservoirs? And yeah. he was an incredible chap. So yeah, we're very... I'm very proud to be working at that railway. And like I said, being there now for, well, 31 years I've been there. And I know he'd be looking down actually and be absolutely delighted of where we are today with the company. Um, So yeah, started in 1992 in the cafe. And my granddad said to me, just come along for the summer season and see how you go. 31 years later, still there. (laughs) Um, So yeah, started in the cafe. And then in 1995, um, the then general manager was Barry Kogar and he asked me whether I could type um so back in my day um some listeners may not know what this means but we did RSA typing one two and three so I was a typist so the uh general manager there said would you like to come into the office and do secretarial duties um so I was then with him for 18 years um so secretary to the PA of the uh general manager of the Dartmouth Railway and then Around about 10 years ago, I said to my new boss that had joined, it's lovely being in the office, but for 18 years, I kind of wanted to get out um, because although it's lovely and love doing all the minutes and the board meetings and the dining train we ran and um, all the party booking lists for all the coaches, I kind of just wanted to get out for one day for a little bit of fresh air. Um, and then there was this incredible role that was um, that started, which I've been now doing for 10 years, where I am out and about every day. Okay. So I'm going to all of the um, B&Bs the guest houses, the hotels, um, the coach business that arrives in um, to Torbay and literally just promoting everything that we do. Um, so it's not just sort of delivering the leaflets, it's going and talking to people. Yeah. And that's what it's about. It's communicating with what our fantastic company has to offer for all these beautiful visitors. That's incredible. That's really, really cool. <laughs> it is such a privilege to have you here today. And to, I had no idea that your grandfather founded it and that yeah, you've been mad. out now now for 10 years promoting the Steam Railway. That's yeah. incredible. So what would you call your, what's your job description? So I'm promote. it's sales and marketing. Yes. Um, I like to say working, the sh- getting out there and just getting yeah. on those streets and yeah. yapping. Um, but it's a sales and marketing role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, like in your opinion, what makes the Steam Railway? Awake, sort of special for visitors to Torbay. The so the track is seven miles, and those visitors and what they are seeing. So Torbay is spectacular. We've got this beautiful arena of Torquay, Paynton, Brixham. Mm-hmm. Um, so our seven mile track journeys from Paynton through Goodrington, where you see those fantastic opening views of, of Torbay. Uh, and then we go through that beautiful countryside under the tunnel of Agatha Christie's estate. Um, and then when you come out the other side and it opens up into Kingsweir, you look across to Dartmouth and you see that beautiful Royal Naval College on the hill and just the, the beauty of Dartmouth and the River Dart, which is spectacular. So what our guests and, and visitors are seeing is just that stunning stunning scenery that we have in this area and where we you know where we live and we should really appreciate it because it's so beautiful yeah absolutely um and then when they um get off the train at Kingsway, they pop across on the ferry to dartmouth yeah and then they can board one of our lovely boat trips where you can have a lovely one hour cruise or yeah. you can have a cruise from dartmouth up to totnes um and then we do the round robin which yeah. is the steam train cruise up and then a boat cruise from dartmouth up to totnes and then one of our buses from totnes back to Paynton. so that's our kind of like willy wonka golden ticket that round robin that round robin we, yeah. my parents have a um, b&b over in Paynton. i think every single one of their guests has gone on that round robin yeah. seriously Sick. and excellent almost everyone who comes back it's their the, the favorite thing that they've done this whole yeah. day that's yeah. that's the highlight of the trip it's um, it's a it's it's just such a top day out because you're seeing all those yeah. different and when you're, you're going on different modes of transport steam train ferry boat bus yes you're seeing Torbay a little bit of South Hams as well so it's just giving those visitors they can just see so much that's interesting so like we're asking what the what the draw is from the you know this trip and you're saying it's actually everything that you're seeing around you yeah. it's not necessarily the trip itself it's it, exaggerating the beauty 
of the local area of what they're seeing and i think also so with, especially with steam trains as well i mean some of our lovely visitors you know they would be journeying to school back in the day yeah on a steam train okay wow. um, like but then we've got the youngsters that were then brought up with say thomas the tank engine yeah. you know watching the cartoon the 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 beautiful um uh, program so it's a real we're very lucky that we are treat that people are in it's a real mixed age range i think yes. that's what i'm trying to get across yeah. that so many people enjoy that because it is a steam train yes. mm. um and we also look after the only coal-fired paddle steamer kingsway castle paddle steamer okay. so that's another thing where you're giving the people almost like a time capsule day yes. where they are going back in time and traveling on these nostalgic modes of transport yeah. um and i just see them when they they've come off that train at the end of the day and our feedback we get it's almost like the time the world stress is gone for the day yeah. and they can just sit back, relax and just have such a nice day out. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, there is a strong community of people, I think, that are really into trains. And I wanted to see like, so so when people are like really, you know what I mean? If that's like their passion, how do they feel about the steam railway? What because kind of feedback do you get? It is a really strong community. I've got to say, yeah. like I, I've dipped my toes into train talk. no it just it's like real real passion yeah real passion oh gosh yeah Yeah. absolutely and you'll get people still taking you know the numbers down of the locomotive numbers um yeah what are you because we've got um five five or six locomotives that the dart valley the dartmouth steam railway owns um oh gosh it's huge the heritage railway sector is huge. Mm. Um, then obviously across in you know America, you've got all the big you know Canadian Pacific trains and everything. But there's something about steam, mm. yeah. and it's just it's very romantic and the smell as well of just that st- it, you just it can just take you back to another time. Um, Interesting. Just, okay. yeah, yeah, really beautiful. What type of trains do you have? Do you have like any kind of famous trains? Because we were be- while we were researching your business we came across the flying scotman scotsman yes but um Callum I, I thought it was a plane and i thought it was a i thought it was a pirate boat <laughs> a pirate boat. <laughs> <laughs> so right well, so what do you have any... was. So well, like you... a breakfast item <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a breakfast item doesn't it sounds like a bit of haggis or something so what kind of trains do you have is there anything like famous or have you had a famous train come through tell us about like the types of trains that you have yeah and you're absolutely right so flying scotsman visited us in 1973 and 1993 so yes we've had two journeys from that fantastic locomotive and we get some real special ones through that they come through up north and on the sundays through july and august so they're right through on the main line um then our chaps will then get on at Paynton to take the locomotive from Paynton down to Kingsway. Wow. And there's some real famous, you know, you've got your Nigel Gle- Gresleys. Um, we've had uh, the Royal Train twice, actually, which was fantastic. Uh, so we've got our own locomotives. But yes, every now and again, there will be a very sort of special visiting one. Okay. Mm, yeah. okay. I know. Um, did you know that? I'm sure you do know this. Do you know this, Callum? Do you know... Who met and married, who met at Dartmouth Naval College and eventually was married? Queen Do you know who a famous? Victoria. <gasps> no. No. Queen Mary. Queen no. Elizabeth. Yes. Yeah, there yeah. we are. Woo. She met Prince Philip at Dartmouth <laughs> Naval College and then they were eventually wed. Isn't Aww, that lovely? That's very cute. So when you mentioned the Royal Train, I guess it wasn't for that occasion when they when they were like all coming no. down to the Naval College. It was um, Ch- I mean, Prince Charles back in the day. He did a visit to the Naval College. So they came by oh. a steam tra- Yeah, they came by a train. What oh, an yeah. interesting Fantastic. way to get around. Yeah. How does that work? Do they... Like I actually had in my mind that the steam railway was not attached to the rest of the. Is that not true? Oh, so we're right next door to the main line yes, trains yeah, at Paynton. Yeah. yeah. So what what there is is it will come down. So the main line train coming down from wherever it can in the UK, yeah. and then there is we run alongside. So when you just leave Paynton Station, yes. you'll see there are oh gosh four or five sets of tracks. So that it main line trains can then go on. Okay, us. okay, yeah. so you can and actually then at Goodrington, transfer. Goodrington, it then goes on to that single line at Goodrington, which is where we where we are. Okay. All those trains, when you're on Paynton Rugby um, Rugby Club, yeah. and you're looking at all those trains, those are your trains, right? Not the yes. main trains. Yeah, they're the Dartmouth Steam Railways. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. They're, they're, they're our stock as well. So we've got all the chocolate brown and cream carriages, yes, yes. Um, which you'll see lots of them have got names on. Yeah. And then the steam locomotives that you see when you're on the rugby pitch are, are the Dartmouth Steam Railways. Okay, yeah, so. okay. Did you say that all of your little carriages all have names and they everything? Do. do you remember any? What's yeah. your favourite? Well, I'm going to say mine. Serenity's got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Say, 
so good. They did that for me. Oh gosh, I think it was about that must be now about twenty years. Oh my gosh, was that about twenty years ago? That's oh, that's what a privilege, yeah. isn't it? Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Oh, I love that's that. So cool. We do We're... try to pick names though where they're quite popular names because people like to have photographs taken against them. Yes. Um, so of course, obviously, Sereni is not popular at all. Well, yeah. it is now. No, yeah, <laughs> it is now. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. So can you tell me a little bit about like the different stations that you go to? Because I know that I was trying to get to Kingsweir once and we thought that we were going to be able to take like a round robin, but it didn't, we ended up at the wrong place and I ended up driving. So how do you, how would you, how would somebody get from Torquay to Kingsweir, really? Not using the train or just any, any way, but not using a car. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So Torquay um, would be, so I'm not using a car. You could either go Torquay GWR to Paynton by train okay. and then hop on our train at Paynton okay. or the local stagecoach buses or okay. any other bus, obviously, you know, there's buses going yeah. Torquay to Paynton. Um, our lovely Western Lady boat cruises are only Torquay to Brixham, uh, oh. but there is another firm that does Torquay to Paynton right. yeah. boat. So you could go boat, Torquay, Paynton, steam train. Paynton, Kingsway. Kingsway. Right, yeah. okay. But you'd have to go from Paynton Harbour, where the boat left you off, to Paynton Just a little Station. Walk. Yeah, Paynton yeah, Harbour. Walk. It's about, I don't know, a five-minute walk to us yeah. at the Steam yeah. Railway. Okay, yeah. yeah. I did not know but that. The, 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 <laughs> it's just seven miles of rail track yeah. that you guys have, and then there's a station each side. Yes, yeah, so we've got Paynton. Yeah. Goodrington. Oh, so you have a you, you have a Kingsway. Okay. Yeah. But I'd say the last five years we haven't been stopping at those intermediate stations. Right, yeah. Um because of the whole COVID thing, um, we were most everybody gets on at Paynton. Yeah. Um, so at the moment we're still running that very successful service where everybody we can run more trains when we're not stopping at more stations. Yeah, mm. Um so at the moment, yeah, everybody is going Paynton to Kingsway. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Never say never. One yeah. day, you know, one day I'm sure those stations you know they're not decommissioned they're, they're they're there but at the moment it's right and what the customer wants is running paint and kings where is the station in um Goodrington? at Goodrington, right where the beach is near splashdown water park before the um over before the overpass oh crazy so when you yeah. go yeah when you pull into like key west you just take like the first right and it's all the way all the way down in that car park i think that's right. But yeah, I think that's yeah. where you park. No. I never found the station because trust me, I tried to find that one. <laughs> and then I went to Churston. I went to Churston and drove past it on the highway. I'm like, how do I get to it? I didn't know how to get to it. It's a good thing I didn't stand on Churston <laughs> station because I would have like had the train go right past me. Anyway, that's why we ended up driving to Kingsbury. But never again, never again. I'm going to be taking another mode of transport. So yeah, well, I think that we have something to talk about. It's coming up in the winter. And this is the Train of Lights, which is a huge tourist attraction for hotels and for, well, for restaurants, for all of Torbay hospitality. Yeah. It's a huge tourist attraction. So can you tell me a little bit about how that came about? Oh, yes. So the Train of Lights. So our first one ran in 2018. Okay. Um, so being at the railway for many years, we have our offering for Christmas was a pantomime, um, Father Christmas was on board um, and it was all great. And we ran the same element for probably about yeah, 25, 30 years. Mm. And it was just time to, it was time for a new offering. Yeah. Um, so we had a marketing meeting in 2017, um, myself, my colleague and uh, my boss. And we wanted to keep the Santa element, but also just wanted to think of something completely different. Um, so we thought, okay, so the pantomime, we've sort of been and done that now for many years. And we went away and all said about just having a good old think about something completely different. Um, now, I'm a little bit sort of bonkers creative creativity wise and I would always have um I'm holding up a little piece of paper now um I'd always have like a notebook by the side of my bed and I think just sometimes in the middle of the night when you wake up or just before you've actually you can be the most creative you yes, can ever be sh- yeah it can sure. just literally come out of nowhere so I had this idea about wrapping a train with lights um I'd seen something in America where the Canadian Pacific where you've got those big monster trains that go with the you know with the trains and everything lights on and everything so I thought okay maybe we could wrap the train with lights um we could maybe I don't know fix some lights underneath the train because then they're then displaying all the trees and the forest and the enchantedness that we all go through and I thought that's be that'd be great so next day went back to the marketing meeting 
and we all put our ideas in the middle of the table. And what was really strange is myself and my colleague um, who works down at Kingsway Station practically came up with one of the same the same ideas about shall we wrap that train up so then it then had to be looked into of how do we generate this how do you generate the power how do you get power into those woods the cabling obviously had this had to all be costed um so we 20 beginning of 2018 huge research looked into how we generate it how we fix the lights how they are installed um the safety of them Mm. and there we were in 2018 it was the first one that ran and it was incredible for the first year it's grown and grown to now there is a narration on board um so when you're sat on that train you're looking out the window and we have these line side features i won't I won't say too much because I don't want to give too much away. Um, but when you're looking at the window, the, the narration is going towards what you're actually seeing. Um, and very excitingly, it, it may snow as well every night when you're on that train. So look out the window at all times. So it's incredible. That, that yeah. first one in 2018, when it when everything's wrapped up and like Aww. it's gone from this idea this yeah. idea next to your bed in the middle of the night yeah. to like the trains there everything's wrapped up it's done that must have been a great feeling right yes mm-hmm. we ran it through to the 30th of december 2018 and yeah. i remember actually um going home that night and i just i actually cried yeah. Yeah. but it was a cry of joy because i know we had given so many people a spectacular and different mm. night out yes. something different and unique yes. um, and nowhere in the uk was doing it yeah um, but we're now here in uh, in our, well our 2023 offering again every year, building new line side features, a new narration which we're working on now as we speak, um, and it's just been an incredible journey. And I think what's been a huge compliment for us is there are now about sort of seven or eight other heritage lines in the UK that are doing their own. Take Version, yeah. on the train of lines. Yeah. Wow. Although I know, you know, we should take it as a compliment when people copy. We should take <laughs> yes. it as a compliment when you copy. It's been incre- it's been incredible that I know that we've been that, the you know, start, the Dark yes. Steam Railway has yes. started it. Yes. Oh, I like yes. that. Yeah, and it's it, it is a huge attractor. Like what you were saying about people booking straight after. Yeah. By the way, my parents they they're opening for two weeks mainly because of the tra- they've got bookings from you know a year ago. People going on the train of lights. Um, Incredible. So yeah. So I'm really thrilled about that because Mm. it brings to the bay. It's not just for us, but people are using transport to get to it. People are then, like you say, staying in guest houses and hotels. So the economy it's bringing to this area is. I'm so so thrilled. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like a month long, two month long, like almost like a festival, all about trains and train of lights and Christmas, and it's bringing so much, you know, and part of this Bay of Lights feature, and yeah, it's brilliant. Something that I'm curious about: if a hotelier or a restaurant owner they want to use the Bay of Lights to attract more business, which I'm sure they do. is there a place or is there a way for them to request the marketing assets? So like the, the images, the high quality images, all of that stuff. Absolutely. Can they get so that if any of these, yeah, any of the lovely hoteliers proprietors would yeah. like our, um, and these photographs are fantastic. Yeah. If you need anything from us, just get in contact with me and we can, we transfer those pictures. Cool, we own perfect. the copyright to them all. So yeah. we are more than happy for you to use them in the promotion, you know, yeah. to get people into the booking the rooms. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah no, absolutely. And how do people get in contact? Is your email online or? Yes, I can give that to you right now. Yeah. 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 Sure. So yes, it's... that's serenydamon at dsrrb.co.uk. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank that's you. amazing. So that's good. And now, so you said that tickets are still available. For which dates are they available? So we open on the 24th of November and we run through to the 30th of December. Most days, there's just a few dates that we don't run, but mostly between that time and sure. um, you've got two trains a night or three trains a night okay. um so you can just go on to our website which is the dartmouth steam railway website and, and book that way okay yeah. yeah but book fast because tickets are going fast aren't they they are did you yes. say you sold out last year um so yes that was 20 uh, 22 000 people journeyed on that so train crazy. Flight. oh that's last amazing year. isn't yeah. it oh incredible. that's incredible what a spectacular offering so sarene here's a question for you are you ready for the rapid fire round? Oh, I didn't, I didn't know there was one, but bring, yes. Bring it on, right? <laughs> yes. Wait, let's right. get the stopwatch. It's a Christmas. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's got a Christmas theme to it. You ready? Because it's all about the train of lights this year. Sereny, what's your favorite reindeer? Rudolph. What's your favorite train? 
the train of lights train. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite Christmas food? Oh, it's got to be. Oh, do you know what? Oh, no, because I'm quite chocolate. <laughs> it's going to have to be a dessert, though. Not yeah, like yeah. a main. Yeah, I'm just loving the Christmas chocolate stuff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love All it. All the chocolate. Yeah. All the chocolate. <laughs> What's your favourite Christmas song? Oh, that is, that's such a good question. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, you've got me, you've got me there. Because I've got quite a few. Oh, may I come back to that one? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. So I With a rendition. With, yeah, I've got a sing song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what's your favorite time of year, really, for rail travel? I mean, I imagine that you go down on the rails quite a bit. What time of year do you really like? What's your Ooh. favorite? Oh, for me? Yeah. yeah. Well, weirdly enough, bit working for them. Yeah. I hardly go on it because oh. I'm just working all the time. So when I do, a bit like we had the cruise ship arrive um, mm. a few weeks ago here, so I could actually go with them on the journey. And I think they were looking at me a bit like, "Well, you're a bit excited." So, yeah, because I don't normally go on. I don't normally go on it. This is a. It was almost like, do you not know what this railway gives you? I said, "Yeah, I've been here for 31 years, but I hardly journey on it." Oh, okay. so good. Um, but I, I, do you know, I, I there's all these the seasons change the look of everything that you're seeing mm. off that train. But I just, I don't. I love the sun, looking out at the bay at the, yes. the summer and, and seeing all our boats crossing as well. That's yeah. Yeah, the air. Oh, summertime. I love it when the fair, when the Western ladies here. I know that like summer's arrived. I yeah. love it. So yeah. that's great. So really, this is we're done with the rapid fire round. But unless you wanted to answer, what's your favorite Christmas song? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. I know. All right, hum it for us at least. It's gonna it's gonna I suppose it's got to be the really cheesy one. Oh I wish it could be Christmas every day. A bit cheesy. I love it. I love it. I love it. Serenity is available now as like a nightclub act. (laughs) So where does where does the Dartmouth Steam Railway and Ferry Company uh, where do you guys hang out after work? Oh, okay. Well, there's quite a lot of us. So the whole, the trains, ferries, boats, and buses, there's 130 members of staff. Wow. Um, that's Incredible. in the height of the season. Yeah. Um, and in the winter, we go down to about sort of 60 or 70. Because mm. um, obviously the Western Lady Ferries um, is, is April to September. Um, we kind of, we're... We've sort of started just doing more kind of going to people's houses, actually, and then just sort of come out a little bit later on. But I love where we are here, where yeah. you are interviewing me right now. This is stunning. Oh, amazing. Down here on Beacon, Beacon Key. Key. Treat Towers. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out, Shout out Treat yeah. Towers. Yeah, Beacon Key is amazing. Thank you for that. So when does the Western Lady stop running? Uh, we stop this Saturday. Oh, got it. I oh, know. I love the Western Ooh. Lady. I know. I know. Never mind. You guys have seen a lot of dolphins this year. Yes. It keeps on coming out on your social media what do you what do you attribute that to is it just there's more cameras or it's more just, dolphins <laughs> the more dolphins i have so the skipper does tell me that they really really love the vibe because we, we you know we're not speed we're just going very serenely across from Torquay to brixham but there's something about the vibration of the boat to engine that the dolphins really like oh and maybe it tickles um, them yeah that's nice yeah that's nice. and then what the skipper will do is just for obviously to, for people to take photographs he'll just sort of um take the engine down slowly but they, and then they just start playing they almost perform for you wow. and they're playing yeah. left, right and centre. But it is, I think it's that vibration of the boat just gives them that, oh yeah, let's go and say hello. Oh, I so interesting. It's so, so interesting. Cool. I know. I love that you guys have like, it is literally, it's like planes, trains and automobiles over where you work. It's just yeah. what is it? Ferries and, and railway and yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's incredible. So yeah, I just wanted to see for you and your colleagues, do you have any shout outs today? Is there anybody that you'd like to pay tribute to or to acknowledge? Oh, um, oh, I'm just going to do the whole team. Yeah. Just do, yeah. It's a real, we're a real, t- you know, we've all, we all take ownership of our own element of making that company successful. And we all enjoy our ownership of what we're doing. Yeah. And it's everybody, it's the team that makes it. It's mm. the team. And we're all, 
We're all quite so crazy. So are you going to list out all 170? Yeah. 100, yeah, here we go. Right. So Jeff. we've got a name. <laughs> Jeff. I'm sure there's a Jeff yeah. there somewhere. There shout out Jeff. Yeah, shout out Jeff. I love it. But yeah. No, it's, it is. It's the team. And I just think we're all, nice. um, we're all just wanting to give the visitor just the best day out. So it's the minute they land yeah. in our paint and fall court that we're just... Yes, you know. Yeah, it's such a great responsibility to be, you know, in charge of somebody's transport. I think, you know, in in terms of well, getting somebody safely from A to B Mm. is an enormous responsibility. And how you're saying that every member of the team takes their own role very seriously and takes that responsibility seriously. It's a real credit to you and to your organization. Thank you very, very much indeed. Thank Thanks you. so much for joining us today, Sarani. Cheers to Sarani. Here we yeah. go. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you very much. She's awesome. I love her. So awesome. I, I love know. her. Such good energy. We couldn't yes. stop hugging each other when she was on her way out the door. It was, it was like, I love her. I absolutely do. We bumped into her on Tuesday as well. So yeah. Yeah. She's and she's amazing. lovely on Tuesday. She's bringing us, <laughs> bringing us ample guests. I know. Ample interviewees. She kept like dropping off people. She's like, <laughs> interview this one. And then she'd like float off again. I was like, and oh come my God. Come back with another one. Yeah. I know her energy. So sweet. Love her. Amazing. So turning over to the events calendar. We've got Tor Abbey celebrating Geodiversity Day in the Spanish Barn. That's on the 6th of October, which is tomorrow, from 11 a.m. to 3 in the afternoon. And they're going to be featuring um, Abbey After Dark. And that's around Halloween time. So expect more on that. So just follow their socials. We've got uh, one for the diary. The end of the season party on the 21st of October. That's some disco vibes with DJ Luna. And that is at Fishcom Cafe. Woo! Nice. I just want to add one there mm-hmm. for the events calendar. Um, it is, I can't remember exactly what the name, but at Ockham Farm. Yeah. They're doing something for Halloween. Oh, are they? Fun. They've got some scarecrows. Oh, yeah. And there'll be different organizations um, building up their own scarecrows. And there'll be a story around that scarecrow that the kids will have to kind of like figure out what happened to the scarecrow. And there's a villain, of course. Oh, every story needs a good villain. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) at the end of it, they're they're trying to, I I think they're trying to free the scarecrow or something like that. (laughs) You'll have have to go into the Ockham um, Farms uh, website to go and get more information. But I know that starts... On the 21st of October. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a great tip. I love Halloween. <clears throat> so yeah, I can't wait for that. So yeah, here's another one for, that we've got for your diary. On New Year's Eve, Sunset Social Club is going to be part of the lineup in the VIP lounge at the Great Gadsby New Year's Eve Soiree. Ooh. What do you think of that? Sounds very Swarlicious. Swarlicious, 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. And that is at the Grand in Torquay. What better place to have like an art deco great gatsby vibes so yeah, yeah. For sure. the early bird tickets are available from 45 pounds and so you go on to sunset social clubs uh social media and they say in in their own way that's new year's eve sorted nice <laughs> Over on the jobs board, the Thatch Tavern in Devon is looking to fill kitchen and front of house positions. And so that you can be an apprentice or fully qualified candidate. And they have got an exceptional, uh, you know, a base. I don't know what you call it, like a responsibility to their staff with like training programs. And, you know, um, like, so like part of their training is like you taste the items that are on the menu, you taste the wine they'll have in their suppliers. They're really good stewards for hospitality management. So email Matt at events at the thatched tavern, devon.co.uk. Yeah. And then over on Indeed, we also have a couple more job listings. Nice. Um, so if you, if one of these interests you, please do go over to Indeed and you know search for it. Um, so they are looking for food services, food servers and bar staff at the railway inn. And that's in Gampton. Then we have food and beverage manager at Crofton Holidays, Cofton Holidays, and a part-time server dash waiter dash waitress, and that's Ollie's on Torwood. Ollie's is your favorite, yeah. one, of, one of your favorites, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I don't get to eat there that often, but yeah, I absolutely love Ollie and everything his team's about. We were just looking at your Instagram today, Ollie, because <laughs> we love that. Um, yeah, I really like that. Um, I think it was like a roast type thing that you were putting out. So Daisy's, Daisy's almost at the age of 
waitressing and stuff? No. No, she's, she's not, not going to be she's a waitress. Not, she's not ready for Ollie's? Absolutely not going to be a... <laughs> no, no. I don't think she's going to be a waitress. You know why? Because why? she loves treat. She's going to be a marketing exec. <laughs> 100%. Well, we got to get her in. We've got, some, we've got some work. So we do some, have some, some, some jobs available. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's turn over to the live music calendar. So at Below Decks, every Sunday there's live music. And this Sunday is the Waves Collective, 5 to 7 p.m. Yeah, and then Friday at 21 is the Mafia Babies. I love Mafia Babies. And do you love Mafia, Mafia Babies? Such a cute name. It's probably <laughs> Mafia 4, but like uh, the a, a trimmed down version. Yeah, Not yeah. the babies. <laughs> Maybe it's just two of them or something. Instead of calling it Mafia 2, Mafia 4, whatever, they call themselves Mafia. I don't know. I'm just assuming. And then Saturday um is sam and the strings sam and the strings that's, that's at 21 nice and 21 usually they're they go quite late but it is i think in the front of the house it's not up in the garden bar so okay. i think about 9 p.m i imagine cool and then on sunday we have cantina there's um guys stockwell playing from 2 to 4 p.m that's fun it's fun. And then, I heard it's going to be sunny too. So sunny Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. at Cantina. And I think they've started their Sunday roast. So, I mean, that's bam. that's done. Ding, ding, ding. Nice. Next Wednesday is open mic at the Blue Walnut in Charleston. And so that starts on the 11th and the doors open at 7 p.m. And on the 11th of October, which is a, kind of next week, um, Molly's in Painton is hosting Daniel Costin on sax. And if you've not seen Daniel, you have to go and see him. He absolutely rips the place apart. It's incredible, his performance. He so, is very, very, very good. Very yeah, engaging with everyone. So engaging, yeah. I was actually just, um, I was on his Instagram, his Facebook, sorry. His yeah. Facebook a second ago. Yeah. And I was looking at some of the weddings that he plays at. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be very, very fun. Well, all you have to do is become an expert on sax. Well, I mean, the issue, <laughs> I think it's fun unless you're the groom, because I saw some of the pictures. Oh. The, 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 bride, the bride's <laughs> dancing very, very close to him, and the groom does not look happy in the background. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, Daniel does get up close and personal with the guests. But I think at Molly's, though, you know, you already are, like, in quite an intimate yeah. space. So I think it's going to be perfect. And, again, Molly's is part of that whole um, paint and harbor scene yeah so i think that's really no, good the only time i've seen was at molly's and it was great oh, really, incredible really great. incredible so right the weather outlook this weekend is sunny nice saturday and sunday both 19 degrees and sunny brilliant yes yes, yes. although i'm not going to be here so that's okay no i know cal's not going off on holiday i am all I the way to istanbul to see tubish yeah shout out tuba so yeah, so we're going to be back with our opening to season three, hopefully, fingers crossed, on the 19th of October, and we're going to have an exclusive interview with Carolyn Custerson. So if you're interested in joining the podcast for season three or season four next year in the summer, spring, we're talking to everyone in the hospitality yeah. sector. So DM us and we'll send out a booking link so that you can choose the best time for you. Uh, and I just want to mention um, yeah. for our um episode with carolyn if you guys have any questions that you'd Ooh. like us to ask just mm -hmm. send it to us through uh, a dm on instagram or facebook and, or whatever. facebook yep. and we can you know we can convey the question absolutely we have a tiktok too so you can send us a dm anywhere get in touch um, or on email a contact at hospitality excuse me contact at torbayhospitality.co.uk if you've got a question for carolyn custerson and we'll pose the questions to her so brilliant Thanks, everybody. Oh, and if you wanted to nominate someone, you can also nominate them to be on the podcast as well. So, right. This is brings to an end season two. Oh, crazy, my God. Crazy. What episodes. a season. It was incredible. Beautiful. What a summer. It was yeah. amazing. So, thank you. Thanks and it's nice listening. right now that it's, the sun's still out. It's yeah. it's out for our last, last end season. <laughs> That's right. We've got Holly and um, Rosie's palm tree lit up here and we're... We've um, brought out the podcasting pigeon, and yeah, it's really fun. Oh, <laughs> you, know what we, you know what we almost forget forgot to mention? What? Oh, my God. oh my God. Who's that? Someone's <laughs> calling, someone's knocking. It's too much happening here. Oh, it's kicking, off. It's it's kicking it. off. Go get the door. All right, one sec. Let me go. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, my hello. God. Bye. <laughs> Oh my god, what is this? What did you bring us? <laughs> Holy 
holy crap. This is amazing. your luxury handbag. Oh, I love this. <laughs> oh my god, what is this from? Is this but, from the who did this? Did you do this? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Bring I don't the, know the what hamper. the surprise so, is about. Is, is this is this from the business car? This thing? is from the business car thing at Riviera Connect. Yeah. Okay. Oh, amazing. The, the grand winners. We're the grand winners. The grand winners. I love there, it. There Beautiful. are no sub winners. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my god, where did you get this? Did you put three winners? Yeah. <laughs> did you put this together yourself? This basket. Uh, I, it's I, I, absolutely I, massive. I, I wish I could claim uh, credit for putting oh, it together. Right. But no, but this lovely basket has been put together by Ockham Farm. Ockham Farm, right? And their, and their farm shop. Right. Thanks it's for coming on the nice. podcast today. So we've got Mike Tucker, who's the owner of Reframe Video. This is incredible. Thank you so much for coming over. No, thank you for and entering. for dropping off the, <laughs> the hamper, the gift hamper for us. That's an amazing. Oh, oh my God, the phone's still ringing. I don't know. <laughs> no, Someone that's desperately really needs good. to speak to you this I'm, morning. Yeah. I am so happy that you stopped over because when we bumped into each other at River era connect we didn't really get a chance to have a catch-up we had so, all of two minutes didn't we and i was shooting off i know yeah. i know but yeah you know that like this podcast is devoted to the hospitality sector and so i was just curious about like what kind of hospitality jobs that you've been working on oh i've done, I've done a few things over the years um directly into the mic here, is that what it's down here? Yeah. Right, there, yeah. right there. Bring right it in. Yeah, so I've done, done a few hospitality <laughs> jobs throughout the year. At the moment, working on a recruitment video for Bovey Castle. Oh, oh okay. that's cool. So they're nice. looking to um, have something that they can send out to schools and colleges for people looking for like summertime staff or even Very nice. building careers in hospitality. So okay, Yeah, really that's cool. good. Yeah. I think a recruiting video is like a really effective way, you know, to to engage with like younger like a younger audience, people don't want to read like, you know, like a two page job description. They'd rather just like kind of get the vibe of what the exactly. place is about. Yeah. And you can really communicate that so well through video. So how are you, do, how are you doing the video? Like what's the, oh, we're figuring it out format? as we go along at the moment. Okay, yeah. So, um, <laughs> The key thing is it'll be built, built around interviews with current members of staff from most departments. Yeah. And they're giving a sort of a, an overview of what it's like to, to work there. I mean, yeah. some of them actually live in, so they're also giving the, their experiences on that as well. And as, a, as Lynn says, just to get the vibe of what it actually is like to work there. Yeah. And then we've got some footage of obviously bits and pieces going on, the things they can take advantage of. Yeah. But we've put a a really big emphasis on that it's fun to work there because obviously yes. five-star hotel come, comes with a bit of a, a preconception that it's really strict and yeah. Yeah. everything's really specific, which obviously it is, yeah. but it is fun to work there. They do have a laugh, so there's lots of shots of them laughing. Okay, and- that's interesting. So you're, you're not trying to break the mis- like the preconception of it being strict because it is strict. Yeah, because they, they do have to meet those standards because yes. they're, yes. they're class They're five-star. Yeah. Yes. But it's not like, you know, oh, you didn't dust this shelf, uh, going to come down you with a whip. Yeah, okay. <laughs> It's, yeah. right. they've only got it's, belts. Mu- it's much more fun. No, they've, yeah, they've only got belts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beat you with no. your own shoe. The, um, <laughs> no, that's really good. No, I so think that you can communicate. Yeah. And, and even though like, yeah, you might have a paragraph in your job description that says something like, um, yeah, we're a fun environment. We're a family and all of those things, but it really does not translate mm-hmm. unless you've got sound, you've got video, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people read those things in jobs descriptions and they go, oh, that's, um, you're just saying it. You don't yes. actually yeah. believe it or live it. Yes. I mean, if you can show it in a video. Yes. Yeah. Then- Really, I think video is so important for that's what it is. It's communicating what your culture is at your organization. Yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I find I find um, when websites have like a small, medium sized business, when the website has stock photography versus when the website has photography or videography of the actual premises mm-hmm. of the actual people working there. To me, there's a stark difference. Yeah, um, and I think the the second one just it makes you feel much more um trusting that business because mm. you feel like you you you've all, almost already met that person that you're going to go and meet yeah um someone's yeah, i know sorry today, i might really. have to take that call <laughs> all right <laughs> right you guys talk amongst yourselves i'll be back <laughs> right. so yeah, i mean you're, you're completely right it, it is it is very much most videos are about that relationship building and especially sort of top of funnel brand videos yeah it is all about um get into that no like and trust stage sure where but you're not actually doing it so i mean i always say it's like it's like when you go networking and you do your 60 second pitch yeah well what if you could have that's sorry knocking the mic what if you could have that 60 second pitch on the website yeah. working for you 24 7 rather yeah. than just you know 
10 minutes at a networking yes, breakfast yes. once a month. Yeah, to one person at a time. Yeah, yeah. unless you can hit as many people as you can. Yeah. 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 So, so how long does a project like that usually take? Or like how long is this project with the recruiting video taking? I mean, it, it varies from project to project. Yeah. Um, this particular one's been quite long running, uh, sure. just in terms of planning it. And uh, there was a change in a couple of members of staff at Bovey, which delayed it. And given that we want to convey the beauty of the venue, sure. we needed good weather. Yeah, and yeah, unfortunately, yeah. we had a string of bookings for dates, and every single time it rained. Awful, <laughs> so this one's taken a few months. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> usually, if you can get all your ducks to line up in a row, you can have something within a month. Yeah. But again, it, it all varies on the on what's required, the, whether the weather plays ball, because obviously we do live in England. Yeah. And then what's like the costing for the business? Oh, that again, that is a is how that? long is a piece of string sort of question. Sure, okay. Uh, usually starting prices are around about a thousand. Yeah. And then they, they go up depending on, on what's required. Okay. Yeah. Is that what's required from the team? What's required time-wise? Uh, yeah, so t- team time-wise. Yeah. Uh, another thing can be if they need to bring anything in in terms of props. Sure. So, for example, if um you wanted to rent a car to have a specific, like you say, like a specific Land Rover or BMW or something coming down, those are obviously all additional costs. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I take care of those. Sometimes the company does. So that's where it was. Uh, it all, okay. Okay. So if it's all swings and roundabouts. You're organizing it as well. Yeah. So obviously if the company can take care of it, then yeah, more, more often cost for them. But if yeah. they, I mean, more often not the company will take care of it themselves, but obviously yeah. it is still a cost that has to be factored in for the video. To, yeah. For the video. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, it's well, all good fun. <laughs> Um, I'm curious, we're in the hospitality podcast right now, but outside yes. of hospitality, what kind of projects have you worked in? Oh, uh, so I've usually work with service-based businesses. Okay. And in the past, the main thing has always been brand videos. Yeah. So they're sort of the, your top of funnel, as we sort of said, the no like, and trust video. So where they're usually about two to three minutes in length. Yeah. You'll have, um, the owner of the business or like someone from the senior team or, or and, and members of the team talking about what it's like to work there, what they do, why they do it. Sure. Sometimes I call it the who, what, why, where and sure. how video. Yeah. And you, and you cover that. But then instead of just having um, them talk about themselves and big themselves up, you back it up with some testimonials. Yeah. Just so that it, um, Testimony of, of customers. Yeah, so some testimonies from customers, have them clipped in. So when yeah. they're not just saying, oh, we're amazing, look at us, we're the best marketing company in Torbay. Sure. It then cuts to one of their clients, goes, oh, yeah, no, we were, you know, we had this problem, and then we went to, to yeah. treat marketing, and then they fixed it, and it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, and, sure. it, and it just backs it all up. But th- this year, one of my most popular products has been educational content. So, oh, interesting, okay. Yeah, so they're usually a minute to two minutes in length. There's a, a few that have been a bit longer. Yeah. And they'll pick... Um, quite often frequently asked questions that they get yeah, and just answer them in detail yeah, and then put them on the website, post them out to social media. Yes. And then when people are looking at their services, they're not flooding the, the inbox with, Oh, do you do this? Or yeah. are you the right business for me? Cause it's all, it's all there and, yeah, yeah, and, sense. and laid out. Okay, well, we've got Lynn back. From oh, the, hi. Yes, hi. From the urgent phone call. Did you win the lottery? <laughs> no, I didn't win the lottery, but damn close. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So, yeah, necessary what are the winning call. winning numbers for Sorry tomorrow. about that. <laughs> yeah. What does Holly say? Oh, one, two, one, do one. <laughs> Shout out Holly from Babacom Beach Cafe. Right. I'll be using that one, yeah. I know. Really funny. Right. So, yeah, thanks. To, uh, just to send our thanks to Mike. So, how do, if people need videography and photography, for their project how do they get in touch with you uh, so they can go to the website of reframevideo.com i mean i don't know when this episode is coming out it's currently being today. rebuilt today it'll also, be out in like in the next 10 minutes oh fantastic so <laughs> the website is definitely down and being rebuilt at oh, the moment okay. um, so how do people so, get in touch by what email so my email is mike at reframevideo.com yeah or, or you can give me a ring on 07747 and i'm happy to chat about any video projects you're looking let's, at let's go through that again 077 Seven, yeah. Perfect. Oh, amazing. And thank you so much. And thanks to Occam Farm for putting together this fantastic basket. Did we thank give you Farm very a much for purchasing that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thanks for dropping my, it off. My yeah, last yeah. minute stall being thrown together has, <laughs> no. has, has got you a fantastic uh, It has. Tea, they, they've, they've I think it's well. like a tea for two well, set, I see it? some yeah. coffee in here and we've Ooh. actually just run out. So I'm, I'm going to put that on right now. Yeah, so. it's coffee. There's biscuits. There's jam. There's um, cheese straws. And 
shortbread and two beautiful Luscom organic uh, soft drinks. So lovely gift. I mean, Thank I'm, you I'm so glad, much, I mean, I'm Mike. glad you won it because otherwise I was going to have to eat it all. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, just, that's just not a good, that's just not a good plan. It's <laughs> yeah. a hard choice coming here this morning. Do the business draw. Yeah. <laughs> I like oh. the scarf as well. It's a little bit similar. All right, brilliant. That was great. It was so nice to have Mike on. I know, amazing. Right. Now we are at the moment of truth. Right. This we are at the moment of truth where we choose the winner of this magnum of Prosecco. Are you ready? We're gonna put this out on our reels as well. So ready, you wanna pick a name there, Cal? Well, I'll shake it, you pick. We got three potential winners. Three people who chose Elbury from day one. Three Elbury Day Oneers. Day Oneers, yeah. For the People's Choice Award for Best Beach. Go on. Well done, Elbury, and well done. Oh, I don't want to know that I, I need to pick them, do I? Yeah. Right, these are our three winners. One, two, oops, sorry. That's the winner. <laughs> One, two, three. Okay. Are we ready? So who's the winner? On camera, on camera. It is Guesthouse Wentworth. Or the Wentworth Guesthouse. Guesthouse Wentworth, I love it. That is the username, Guesthouse Wentworth. Is it? That's the username on Instagram. So thanks so much, the guys over at Wentworth. They give us so much content and they always tag us in and they're absolutely brilliant. So thanks, guys. This is your Magnum of Prosecco. We'll be able to drop it off tomorrow. Yeah, and (laughs) we definitely want to see the content of you finishing this all on (laughs) Elbury Cove. (laughs) <laughs> can you imagine all right congratulations well so should we stick this on here yeah. we get a round of applause Woo! <laughs> nice cheers guys thanks for listening. thanks for listening The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. Excuse me, say one more time for me. Serenity Now. Serenity Now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The Boathouse Watch. The Boathouse was denied a bank loan. (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of what happened. Okay. <laughs> Actually. Okay, we ready? All right. Ready when you are. Yeah, ready. All right, three, two, one. <laughs> and welcome back. <laughs> this season is over. <laughs> Doing the five, four, three, two, one. I like lost my fingers. I was just like, <laughs> I don't even know what I was doing. All right. All right, all right, five, four, three. I can't. Got the giggles. <laughs> it's better to have the giggles than not. It is. It is. Right. Okay. okay. Five. <laughs> no, right. Four. Right. Let's just go.